Hey everyone, welcome to Anchor Watch Podcast. It's Ashley and Kirsten. And this is a bonus episode for Below Deck Down Under, episodes one, two, and three. Good day, mate, Unchained and Untamed, and The Plunger from Down Under. <laughs> um, yeah, so welcome to our first official bonus episode. Um, yeah, do you want to explain the whole Down yeah, Under situation? So- Currently, we have Below Deck Sailing Yacht airing Monday nights at 8 p.m. on Bravo, per usual, although they moved it to 8 instead of 9, which it's a whole other issue. But whole other issue. <laughs> but um, right now, in addition to having Sailing Yacht, sh- they're having Below Deck Down Under streaming exclusively on Peacock, so we finally were able to scrounge enough time to start watching it. Um, so we watched the first three episodes, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, and they do release the episodes in a weird order they released the first three all at once and now i think think it's one a week one a week anyway we're going to be watching these as we get to them um and we're going to try and record episodes in um like bigger chunks just so this way too we kind of aren't getting confused with below deck sailing yacht just because that also has a lot going on but i think the drama they're given a run for the money i don't know yeah it's definitely um interesting so far um we're so happy to have Aisha back in our lives I when she when they announced that she was doing below deck down under I was like okay all right I'm set I'm watching um you didn't need to convince me uh especially she's chief stew she's she's gonna be such a great chief stew I think this is not her first time being chief stew I think she did a couple of off camera one charters but She's already seems really good. She's very into. I just love her enthusiasm, her energy, her communication, her personality. I just so just I just love her. I, she's joy. She's a pleasure. She is, and she's so funny, and she's yeah. unfiltered in a good way. Like just a ray of sunshine. We're very yeah. happy to have her back. Um, but yeah, should we talk about Captain Jason? Okay, Captain Jason, who. Everyone seems to think he's insanely attractive, especially our two stews, yeah. Jimmy and and Magda. Magda. Um, I don't personally think Captain Jason is like a god on earth or anything. He's like major. He's he's a dilf. He is a dilf. We can. I think, <laughs> I think we can confidently say that. Yeah. But I don't know. He kind of kind of reminds me of like like an uncle, like not any specific uncle, but like gives off that energy to me. I don't know. He just gives me dope vibes. Very much dope vibes. And our stews are acting like... They're like head over heels in love with him. It's oh like Gaston and then the three villager ladies <laughs> that follow him around. That's what I think of because they were just like fangirling over him. Oh my god. They, they were, were like, like, Captain, 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 we have to know what's your star sign? Who? And then when he told them he's a Libra, for any of you who didn't know, Captain Jason is a Libra. If you missed that detail. So what does that mean? They, it means he was born in... Uh, I'll look it up. We'll yeah, look it up. We're we'll look like it up. what month he's born in. But they were like, that's such a dirty sign. Which, okay. No, naughty. It was naughty. Naughty, naughty not dirty. Sorry. But like, <laughs> that's... I think they said that... I don't know. They definitely, like, naughty. Like, I, I was like... your boss. Why would you say that to your boss? You know? It's just very... I wouldn't say that to my boss. I wouldn't either. I feel like that's just, it's inappropriate. Like, that man is, show some respect. Yeah, I just saw it on his face, too. He was like, okay. He's like, all right, I've never had to deal with this before. I mean, maybe he has, but he didn't seem very comfortable. It's, it's September 22nd to about October 23rd. 
All right, so like an October, an October guy, Jason, Captain Jason, was born in October-ish. Uh, good to know. Um, but yeah, a little bit more about the stews since we're we're already on them. Um, Magda's third. She's definitely very green. Very green. This is only her second or third charter. She's from Poland, which is fun. We've not had a Polish any crew member for in the Below Deck franchise yet. No, Poland's she, not really known yeah. for its access to water, geographically. Um, but she's in the, the modeling to yachting pipeline. As she put it. Which is fascinating to me on several levels that I didn't realize that was a thing. Well, she looks like she's specifically done a lot of modeling on yachts. So maybe you're comfortable on boats and so you can work on... I'm not really sure what the transferable skills are. I don't know like, either. Um, modeling she's is definitely... If, she's a good worker, though. She's good at her she's job. She's willing to learn. Like, she... I'm here for she's it. She's happy to be third stew and do what she can. Like, I don't think there's going to be many... Like, she doesn't seem resistance to, like, learning how to things. Like, I loved how she went over to Toomey, who's our second stew, and was like, hey, how do you fold your towels? I want to fold them the same way yeah, as you. Like and I just love the teamwork and vibe that we're getting from them. Oh, it was great to see, especially since our sailing yacht... That uh, is not this it at all. Season have the opposite vibes, uh, but Tumi Second Stew is from South Africa, um, and she does gorgeous table design. Oh my gosh, that teapot one from her Instagram they keep showing us so pretty, such Bridgerton vibes. Yes. I I just I just I love it. It's beautiful, and I think she's killing it in the table decor. I think she is, and I think and I love the excitement Asia had about it. She's like, okay, perfect. Like, all you, you Asia, do like, I do not do. want to do that under any circumstances. And I think that's fantastic that she's giving her the area that she's meant to thrive in. And Yeah, and I think really what we've seen so far is she is absolutely living up to that. She's really doing a great job. Yeah, she's passionate. She's killing it. And she's funny. I she's, think she's funny. funny. I, love, I think she's hysterical. Um, yeah. She had a few good one-liners, too. She did. Um... Our deck crew consists of Ryan, Culver, Brittany, and Ben, and Jamie. No, Ryan is the chef. Ryan is the chef. Sorry, I'm reading names off of, um, of Google. So off Ryan, of Google, okay. and let's, they don't all have Let's pictures. talk about our chef for a bit. Chef Ryan. Ay, ay, ay. I don't like him. I don't. He is my least favorite chef we've ever had. So he's, a, he's, a, he's from Pennsylvania. He's a Philly man, right? I thought that was one of the guys on deck. No, he's Maryland. Ryan oh, okay. So Philly. yeah, Ryan's from Philly. He sounds like it. He acts like it, quite honestly. No hate to the Philly people, but he's living up to all your worst stereotypes right now. He's just a total douchebag. He is, and wh- and to Asia, and of to all Asia, people. Asia who does not deserve it. And what really gets me is that he keeps saying, "Just because we work on a yacht and we're in the service industry, doesn't mean we can let the guests boss us around." Absolutely, that's what it means, sir. That's your job, sir, in the service industry. Your job is they tell you when they want dinner. You don't tell them. Well, he didn't like the idea of the guests telling him what they wanted to eat. Yeah, I think he's been lucky so far that the guests don't seem to have any sort of dietary restrictions or special... They didn't seem to have much interest. Yeah. Um, and they really did like his food. He can cook. I will give him that. He can He just cook has well. too big of an ego. His ego is massive. His That's ego no is reason. larger than the boat, I would and argue. And the boat is so big. But also, like, he sits on his phone a lot. Yeah, I've never seen a I've chef. I've never do seen that. a chef ever have their phone out ever. Or sit. 
We're chefs sit. don't sit. They stand and complain. Yeah, and they're, like, like, moving. They're, like, I... And, like, I, we've had chefs before who have had an ego who have been really outright rude to the stews. I'm thinking of Adam. I'm thinking of Ben. Tom was awful. Tom was terrible. But, like, not to this extent and not so much right off the bat. Usually it was yeah. something that set them off or, like, usually it was mid-season. Just, the stress was really there. He walked up to Asia and said, hi, I'm your chef. I'm going to be a dick this whole season. Like, pretty much. Like, yeah. It well, was just then wrong. I loved how he's like, oh, I bought you an extra set of knives so this way you have something to stab me with. Like, he's what, so what? aware in the worst way. I just, I just, don't know how long he's been in the yachting industry as a chef, but... It's the whole, like, like the like, whole, like, timing thing for me, I just find so... And to, like... Infuriating to me. To I don't know. And to finish a meal, before the guests have even sat down and been like, it's not my problem if it's cold, yes it is, you're the chef. You're not supposed to plate until the guests are seated. I have watched enough episodes of Below yes. Deck to understand that, like, okay, when the guests say, like, a time for dinner, like, I don't, like, like that's what... And he's, like, telling Aisha, like... he like, was done with meals before they were even, like, way even before. Moving. And, like, he was yelling at Aisha to say, like, you shouldn't... If they wanted to get in the jacuzzi, you should have said, no, lunch is coming up. No! The guests want to get in the jacuzzi. You will plate lunch when they are ready. I can't. The guests didn't seem to notice and or mind if the food was slightly cold, so I don't think it's actually going to affect their tip. Yeah. This... But it's. But I like how Captain Jason full on called them out and said communication needs to be fixed here. The problem is I don't think he did it in a useful way. No, I think the problem is that Ryan kind of just said communicate, but they're but like you every need to do more than just every, say communicate. Every meal there was an issue with the time. It seems that he's yeah. very regimented in his schedule. Like I don't think he understands that it's, dinner is served when the guests are at the table and ready to eat. Like that's yeah. not. Aisha's fault. Like this is their vacation. The Aisha's guests are not on. Going to order them around. No, the guests are on their time. If they want to be late, we've had it where they've been late, and like they've you been know, hours Ben is late. Ben is frustrated, but like he and it, it's it, one thing if the guests say we would like dinner at eight and they don't sit down till ten. Okay, that's two. Those two hours you could have been doing, but like that, I don't, I don't. Know. But it's like, and the other thing that really annoys me, and it doesn't seem to be an issue this charter because I think he was right this charter. But he stereotyped these guests so quickly. And he was like, they are self-proclaimed millennial foodies. So, first of all, he said that means that they don't like good, like, they're not really food. But, like, that was weird because he's making them really good food and they enjoyed it. So, I don't really understand why he said that. But then he was like, I'm going to make them big portions that photograph well. And, like, okay, yes, they enjoyed the food. They wanted to take the pictures. But I feel like stereotyping guests that quickly and making such snap judgments about is is going to get him in trouble. Yeah, especially, too, he seemed very, like, when it came to breakfast, he was like, okay, they're going to get what I serve them. And, like, didn't give them the didn't option. Give them like, options I, like, like, usually breakfast eggs? is, like, family style. Usually, you know, Marcos yeah. has done the big spread of a bunch of fruit and avocado toast. And then if you want eggs or something like that, let us know and we can do that. Whereas... And- and then Ryan like, is not at all. He's not even finding a happy medium of like, okay, you don't want to be a short order. Here's cook, like, like three specials they can pick from that. Yeah, well, well that's usually what Rachel. Does, that's right? what Rachel does. Rachel's kind of more on the short order cook side of like, you know, I'll make this kind of French toast or this kind of eggs Benedict. But if you want eggs a certain way, yeah. if you want toast, if you like, we can make that happen. 
And Marcos, I don't think we've really seen him do that. He just kind of... He does, like, a big family style thing. He makes thing. a huge bunch of things, pastries and bacon. And yeah, he did, like... Makes your eggs order, but, like... So that they have the option to, like, eat yeah, what they want. Yeah, and they don't... And that seems to be working. And Ryan's like, you're getting this. Yeah, because one of the target guests asked if there was an alternative, and Aisha was kind of like... Aisha was like, um... Unfortunately not. But the guests didn't seem to mind. Like, I think the problem is Ryan is lucking out with these guests that they're easygoing. And they're... I wish wish he would get Erica and Chuck. (laughs) That would... That would end in flames. Uh, I think... Like, I think these guests are... Enjoy... I think he can cook. And I do think he's got enough awareness to be like, they've been drinking all day. I'm going to make them big greasy burgers. Yeah, Ben had that awareness too. I think Rachel does too. It's so good. Like, that's a good awareness That's a good to awareness have. to you have. You don't do a tiny little small portion five-course meal when people are drunk and starving. Yeah, like he made them gourmet burgers, which and looked really look good. So good. But just the attitude he had. Oh. And then just him sitting there on his phone once the food was Being ready like, to go It's not out. my problem anymore. Yes, it is. It was your problem because you didn't get the clear from Asia to be... I will say I do like that in their dinner services they've been very five star and like I like the synchronized put the plates down synchronized like that's very Aisha's nice to kill- see. Aisha's killing it. That's Aisha's department and it looks really good. And then he is up there to introduce the meal, which I think is a nice touch. I think sometimes they don't have the chef come up, but I feel like guests like to see the chef. He's the one cooking the food. They want to like yeah. say thank you. Yeah, usually they come at the, the end if it's multi course. It seems that he just kind of did a course and a dessert. Yeah, it didn't, and I think that was part of his, he stereotyped them as, like, millennial foodies who yeah. just wanted big tomahawk steak and giant Alaskan king crab. Yeah, but I think like, it'll be interesting to see if he gets someone with a lot of dietary restrictions. Or, or just, just preferences. Preferences, because he's like, no, I don't like These that. These people didn't have any, it seems like. Yeah. They just were like, yeah, let's, let's do it. They want a pirate party. That's Which the, Aisha didn't the, like. I think those are the new ones coming on. Oh, are they the new ones coming on? They had a toga party. They had a toga party. And that was great. I like the toga they party. They looked cute. Aisha had all their little headbands for them. The pirate theme we need to bring to Sailing Yacht. <laughs> we already got the pirate, pirate music there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. He just... I feel like things are obviously just going to get worse. And I just think... It just... It's so... He's just being an asshole. He's so hard to watch. Like, there's no redeeming qualities about him. At all. Yeah. So. He was even rude about the filet versus the thing at the night at dinner. Yeah, they went out to dinner and he was like, that's not a filet. Who cares, man? Eat your steak. Yeah, he's like, where's the chef? I need to talk to the chef. Oh, and I'm like, such an asshole move. He's just so uncultured. <laughs> he literally is. Because then the lady was like, yeah, we don't do filets here. We don't do, like, that's not what you ordered. Um, Enough about him for now, though. Because he's deck. getting me fired up. Yeah. Uh, Our deck crew is... Jamie is bosun. And then we have Culver, Ben, and Brittany. 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 It's like it's bikini. It's Brittany and Martini. It's like bikini, she said, right? Yeah. Brittany. Um, they seem fine. Seem good. Ben seems a little bit... Whiny, like a baby? Yeah, a little whiny, a little bit... He's there for fun. A little unmotivated, perhaps. He, no, I mean, he literally said, I'm here to party, I'm here for fun. Yeah. He's, you know, I think he's been through some stuff recently. He said, you know, his parents have both recently died. Yeah. And, you know, and, and him had a heart-to-heart. They did. I, I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's just... He's going through a lot, and I think he just... He literally says that I don't take well to authority. Yeah, which is not great, considering then the Then why, why are you in the yachting... Why are you in the yachting industry? I feel like every time we have someone who's like, I hate authority, <laughs> there's, there's just always these issues of, like, don't tell me what to do. Well, then... 
you be like you're I just and the other problem is Jamie the bosun is an ex police officer who loves structure and authority. He said he was military too. I think. Military or he was a police officer and a firefighter. Like he's done stuff that are very highly structured, very highly organized, and really depend on authority. And I think the problem is that um, he he's trying to run his deck like that. And granted, you should have some respect for authority if you're going to go into yachting. That's how the industry's set up. But yachties are not going into the military for a reason. Like, there's there's authority, but it's not that strict. And I think he is running the deck a little bit stricter than they can handle. I think just Benny. I think you're pretty just Ben. But, but I, Culver maybe a little bit, too. Culver pushed back against him a little. He did? Yeah. It was, like, very subtle, and okay. then they moved on. But he was a little bit like, ugh, this guy's riding me. Yeah, I don't know. I just... It's definitely an interesting dynamic, I think. It is. Especially out on deck, because Jamie... Jamie's definitely very much older and much more mature, which I think, and he, as a leader, is very good. But he's... But his managing... He's not used to being a leader, though. I like, thought you said that he was. No, I think... I think he is... But I think he's not used to maybe delegating this. It's his word. first time being a bosun. Yeah, and he but just he's had other keeps doing the jobs yeah. that he should be delegating. And Jason had to talk with him about that, yes? Yes. Captain Yeah. And that was interesting. He was like, Tell your tell your jet crew to do things. Yeah. But then it, we never see him telling them to do things. We just see him getting upset with them for not doing it. So Yeah, I don't understand communication yeah. breakdown maybe? Or if, it might or just something. be editing we're not seeing, because he definitely sat down and, like, talked with them all. Yeah. Individually. And then he had, like, a meeting, and Benny was late to it. And Benny's like, well, you don't get to tell me what time I have to have a meeting at. And it's like, well, yes, he does. He's well, your boss. he just, like, he just radioed and said, hey, guys, like, meet me on the, whatever yeah. they were, to, like, have a chat. And, and then, I don't know, he just, it's, it's, it's an interesting, I don't think Benny's going to last very long. I think if anyone is no. well, the episode ended where we were with him having to clean up poo water coming yeah, out. Yeah, that, his... that's that's going to be an engine problem. We've seen the engineers quite a bit. Yeah, the boat. I mean, already had a hydraulics issue. They didn't get off the dock in time. Dock. And there was this whole issue with the tides. Yeah. That apparently the tides are very significant. Um, so much so, this boat is huge, mind you, it's... Yeah. They have to, like, move, they can't even be at the dock because of how the, the tide, low tide, the tide the, works. The keel of the boat, the bottom of the boat will touch the sand and then they'll be yeah. stuck there forever or something. And granted, when we've seen those overhead shots at the marina, this boat is the biggest one there by, like, a really big margin. I'd say it's, like, triple the size. It's huge. And Captain Jason did say that this kind of marina wasn't built when these kind of boats were being built, so it's just not really equipped to handle it. But also, these tides are insane. Um, if you if you don't live near the ocean or know really how they work, the tides uh, tides move the water line, and they move the height of the water in a marina. Sometimes very little. Like where I grew up, it was maybe a couple dozen yards difference. This is like a couple dozen feet or not feet meters meters meters. I don't know why I said feet. This is Australia. They don't use our they system. Use meters. Meters. But it was significant enough that it was going to, like, maroon the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really impressive. They showed, like, a shoreline. That was, yeah. It was a huge difference. And it was very stressful. They were, like, moving at night. Yeah. Going to hit the rocks. 
So we've seen the engineers quite a bit, and we're back on a motor yacht, so unlike on sailing out with Colin, who's a main cast member, these engineers are much older and they are hiding away in the engine room. Yeah. Especially to have an issue like with the bow thrusters and the hydraulic stove early first. on, and then I thought it was just really interesting when Jason's like, yeah, like... 2019 crashed a boat into a restaurant. It wasn't even like that long ago. You thought it was 2004, right? When it yeah, first the popped vid- up. The video rot was so strong. It was fuzzy and yeah. kind of. Uncl- I was like, oh, and they didn't have a date on it the first time they showed the clip. They did. Oh well, I wasn't looking at the date then. <laughs> I thought it was older. Like they did a full-on interview with him, which I just thought was really interesting. He was like, yeah, sometimes it happens, but apparently it seems like. It was nothing he could do. There was a hydraulics issue because his bow right. thruster went. And so he just crashed into the least amount of people yeah. possible. So it was like an engineering issue. And, and no. Um, an engine issue. An engine issue, yeah. Which uh. we know happened to Glenn. It just wasn't as... It's the thing with engines. They're they're not as good as a man with paddles. I think we should all go back to rowboats. There would never yeah. be an engine issue again. Well, the other thing I thought was interesting when it came to pulling up the anchor chain, they have to flank it. Yeah, we've not seen that before. Um... It was very fun. It was very Captain Glenn of Captain Jason to explain. That was Jamie that explained it. Jamie explained it? That was Jamie. Oh, man. Shows how much I know. Anyway, he was explaining the way that they have to coil the chain so that when they let the anchor back out, it doesn't break or get into a knot. So they lay it in a nice little spiral. Uh, And Ben could not handle that. No. At all. He cut his foot. He did cut his foot. I give him that. Like, that's yeah. not good. But, like, Bertini? Bertini. I apologize if I'm saying that I think we're, I'm pretty sure it's Bertini. Bertini? Okay. She did fine doing it, and she, Culver did perfectly fine doing Culver, it. Culver had no issues. Bertini, I think, was worried she was about it because she had not done it before, but she crushed it. She did a great job. Yeah. And then Ben was super condescending to her about it and really ben belittled like, her. Yeah, you need to get more of your skills. and More then of your licenses. Like, yeah, I have more licenses than you she more licenses, like, but you went crying from trying to Yeah, do but that. she was like, just like, listen, like, when you talk to me, like, you're condescending me. Like, I'm asking you for help. Like, she's like, I know you have more experience technically, but I think you're not very good. <laughs> yeah, she was kind of, like, he just had such a, like, condescending, misogynistic attitude towards oh, her. He kind of sucks. I'm proud of her for going to him and standing up for herself. I, feel I usually too. We get a talking head about it, but she went full on, and she's killing it right now on deck, She's I think. doing a great job. Um, yeah, I think, who have we not touched on? Culver? Maryland boy. He's, Maryland boy. He's, he's doing a great job, too. He's great. Very surprised at the number of Americans on this ship. Yeah. We have Ryan and Culver and Bertini? I think there's three, right? Yes. It might be Bertini. Anyway, surprising amount of Americans for a show taking place in Australia, filmed at the height of a pandemic where yeah. Australia was super strict with lockdowns and quarantines. And travel, too. And travel. So, our running theory is that they... Got stuck there. Got stuck there. And that's just where they live to work, but... Um, and we know that restrictions have been tight because uh, Captain Jason was telling us about his daughter who lives in the Philippines. But he hasn't seen... That he hasn't seen since the start of the pandemic. And we can't figure out... So, if he's... Okay, so... They had the charter guests that the second group that came on that they were like strippers. Yes. Who I think they were my favorite because they came in, they saw the twin beds and said this one's for sleeping, that one's for fucking. And it was amazing. Just, it was amazing to finally have someone just not be like, "Ew, twin beds." It was like, "Ooh, okay." This they is were for like, this, "We this have a that. very specific use for these." 
And they like grinded on everything. They were they were hilarious. We didn't see the end of them, right? Did they leave yet? I don't think so. But they did a they did a vow renewal, and so Jason had opened up about how he was married at twenty, and then and now he's not married, and he doesn't speak to his wife. But he his daughter FaceTimed him at some point, and he mentioned her mother. So I want to say that there's. I don't. There's something we're missing, and she, yeah, I think daughter lives in the Philippines with her with the mother with, with the with her mother. We're not sure if her mother is his ex-wife or just like a well, girlfriend. Well, he said that. Well, he said that the one the one from the marriage that he had he doesn't talk to her anymore. So it might. So I think it's a different be wolf, a different woman. One. And it's unclear if he's single and ready to mingle is what he said. He did say he's single, so that's not like a long-term relationship, and it's unclear if his home base is in the Philippines or if it's in the Australia for work or yeah. like how that works. He probably travels to Australia for work and then Comes goes back. home. Because Captain Lee does the same thing where he's in the Caribbean for the six weeks and then he goes home to Florida. Yeah. So I, that might be the situation. But since the pandemic he stayed in Australia so that he could keep working. Unclear. But his daughter was very sweet. Bertini so said cute. hi. <laughs> yeah, no, that was really cute. I He's very hands-on as a captain. Yes, he is. Border, like, I don't want to say he's a micromanager. He's, he's right at the line. Yeah. Of he doesn't, like, lurk. The, like, Captain Sandy will lurk and be there so she can watch when they do something wrong. But whereas Captain he's Sandy just very do it. Yeah, like, he's just very, a, like, observant and, like, is. on top of it. Like, he wiped down a table. Yeah, I think the difference is he saw that the table needed to be wiped down, so he wiped it down. And, he yeah, he made a comment about it because he's the captain of the ship and he wanted to make sure that people knew that in the future, but... I think Captain Sandy, a micromanager, would have been like, hey, Aisha, there's a spot on that table you need to yeah. wipe down. That's why I she think wouldn't I, have done yeah. it. He's just very hands-on. He's very hands-on. He's very involved. He's definitely not going to take a step back the way that no. Captain Lee does. I like, too, because I feel like a lot of times Captain Lee or Sandy or even Glenn at times, like, they're not, like, he was in the crew mess and, like, helping out, and so he saw, like, the communication breakdowns. Yeah, the and so I think that stay up out of the... And I think that will be interesting as kind of the drama and tension increases because a lot of the time, the captain doesn't. The captain see just it. doesn't know and like isn't totally aware of the full scenario. Yeah. But it's, here he's like he was there at lunch because he was like, oh, I'll start bringing all the food up. Yeah, and I think because it's always interesting to hear after the fact when captains will go on. Like if I knew about that, then they would have yeah, been fired. They say or, after the fact, they're like, well, if I had seen that, but I didn't. Yeah, no one told me that. So I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how Captain Jason does when we get those little minute, like... Yeah, it'll be interesting. I wonder if the crew will appreciate that he's seen it firsthand, yeah. or if that will become a lot because he'll insert himself into every I don't situation. know if he'll insert himself, but he seems more like he'd be a really good mediator, whereas, like, when it came to, like, Lexi and handling that whole crew mm-hmm. situation, like, Captain Sandy was like, well, I wasn't there, so I don't really know what happened, and it's like, well, we do have footage. We so. have footage, so I think that's <laughs> Let's just, like, look at it. I think that'll just be super interesting. I think it'll be really interesting to see how the deck team dynamic goes because it seems like Benny's going to be very resistant to Jamie and he's even very resistant to Captain Jason with the whole yes. helmet thing. Oh, uh, the helmet. See, the thing about the helmet is I do feel for Benny in that it's, if it had been like, you have to wear it on the boat while we're cleaning tomorrow or something, that's one thing. But I don't necessarily think he should have made him wear it out in public. I think that kind of crosses the line into like a hazing humiliation thing instead of just like a good-natured you know, hey, you need to work on stuff. Yeah. I think, too, it's, like, a cultural I think thing. it is cultural. Jason was explaining, like, that's how we 
that's how things are. Like, in that's Australia. like just normal, yeah. But because I, he said he did it on his other boats and stuff yeah. like that. When but I don't think I don't think Ben took it well, and I think maybe Jason should have seen that he wasn't taking it well and kind of stepped back. Yeah, and I don't think he did. It was I don't a cool know. Helmet. I don't know. I would wear it because I feel like it's great to vomit into. <laughs> that's it all was, I could think of. It was very fun. It was like a disco ball. Yeah, like that's great for a club. Maybe it not for a nice, really like, maybe not for like a dinner, but like I know they were at, like a nice restaurant. Yeah, and it wasn't I feel the like right if, environment. I feel for like it. a restaurant would be like, guys, take that, like take the helmet off. Yeah, I feel like that the better environment for that is like, hey, we have the morning off until these charter guests come, and until the guests come, you're wearing the helmet. Yeah. Like, okay, that's you're on the boat, you're just cleaning. Like that's, that's a little different, but in public, I was a little like, mm. yeah. But yeah, well, do we want to go through maybe our predictions for what's to come? Yeah, let's and do it. And we can wrap up there because I think, I think I don't know the Jamie and Magda situation, which we don't really talk about. But she was kind of grinding on him in the hot tub, and then Timmy was like, "Oh, she has a boyfriend." And Jamie was like, "Wait, what?" She has a boyfriend of five months, months who she does call her soulmate. Who then she called and asked to marry her. She was like, "Can we get married?" And then there was also a weird exchange where he texted her and was like, her boyfriend texted her. And was like, I'm going out tonight. And she was like, will there be girls there? And he was like, yes, there will. But I promise I won't twerk. Which was just weird. And I'm I'm assuming was also a translation. Like, because when he called her, they They're spoke speaking, in yeah. Polish. They're probably texting she, in Polish, too. They're probably texting in Polish, too. So I don't know if maybe there was a translation issue. But it was a very weird conversation to read. Yeah. Like, it took, there was no emotion in it. It yeah. was weird. I think that was probably a translation thing more than anything. It was yeah. actually kind of cool to hear them speak Polish. No, it definitely was. And I just thought it was interesting, too, how, like, all of a sudden Jamie was like, oh, well, like, I can't hook up with Magda. But, like, there were two other single girls on the boat Yeah, that he immediately to... shut down, whereas I feel like Gary's like, I'm going to play the field. I'm going to check Gary's out my options. Gary's doing too much, and Jamie could do a little bit more, yeah. I think. <laughs> also, like, guys, it's night one. It is night Keep one. your options open. Don't Don't get yourself stuck. For the whole season. And be transparent if you have a boyfriend that you're calling your soulmate. Yeah, she's like, well, I don't want to open every conversation with I have a boyfriend. Well, she said, I don't want to open first dates with the conversation that I have a boyfriend. Hi, I'm Magda. I have a boyfriend. Yeah. But it's like if you're on a date, but you have a boyfriend, and you're on a date with someone that's not your boyfriend. That that's kind of like maybe you should have said that before you got to the date. date. I don't know. Yeah. Um, All right. So, predictions. Ryan has to go and... and and Ben has to go. Yeah, because I think Ryan, it's going to come down to not only him being super disrespectful to Asia, but I think he's even going to be disrespectful to the captain. I think he's going to be disres- outright disrespectful to the guests at some point, too. Yeah. I think if I had to take a guess, I think Ben will leave before Ryan because Ben has pissed off more people already. I think Ben kind of has one foot out of the door. and He already doesn't want to be there. Ryan wants to be there. He just wants things done his way. But I think... Ryan got really lucky with the guests so far. The guests don't seem to mind that he's yeah. making all their decisions for them and telling them when dinner is and telling them what they're eating yeah. for three meals a day. And I think as soon as he gets guests that mind, that's when we're going to run into trouble with him. Yeah, or he gets, like, gets, gets guests that are late to dinner. Yeah. Um, more than 10 or 20 more minutes. More than 10 or 20 minutes. And, like, that's not... It's not uncommon. No, and that's not on Asia to be, like, itinerary breakdown. You guys have to be seated at this time. Like, it's their vacation if they want to, you know, things happen. They fall asleep. 
They have yeah. sex. Like, you know, you they're, it's their vacation. They're in the hot tub. They want to see a sunset. Like, there's dolphins. I don't know. Like, like there's, there's just things for them to do, especially when they get ready and do, like, all the changing and, yeah. like... I do like that snorkeling is an activity, like, in well, their the water shark sport. feeding? Well, I love I that Captain that. Jason was like, guys, if no guests are here, like, prerequisite, like, work-wise, if everything's done, you have to be in the water, which I thought was interesting. I love that. I feel like that is, that creates such a fun environment on the boat and such an incentive to finish your work early. Yeah, because Magic got to go snorkeling. She did. And they were like, oh, you don't have swim shorts. And she was like, I'm interior. I don't have swim shorts. Yeah. Well, did you see that Bratini had to tell her to keep the, the, keep the, un- shirt on. Keep the uniform on? Keep the rash guard on. Um, I think the interior team is good, though. I think Aisha is a great chief steward, and I don't see many problems between Toomey and Magda. No. I think they're going to work well together. They seem happy to be in the positions they're in. Yeah. They don't seem to be fighting about anything. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting if he pulls the general alarm on them again. Yeah, that was interesting. I don't think we've ever seen that happen before. No, I think Captain Sandy was taking notes, though. Oh, she's definitely watching this. She's like... Ooh, how to better, like, micromanage and how to, ooh, Toomey, okay. Waking like, everyone up with an alarm, like yes he, or not. Yeah. And I think it was probably warranted. They went really hard their first night out. Yeah, that And they was weren't disgusting. getting moving fast enough. Yeah, I think Aisha, only, like, a couple of them were already up in uniform. And only and, like, four of them had their radios, and yeah. it was a little rough. Um, but. That was bad, but yeah. So I think it'll be interesting to kind of see how that goes. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely a very, like, different dynamic. Very different. It's very funny to watch it at the same time as Sailing Yacht because Sailing Yacht is such a teeny little boat. Yeah. And this boat that, is yeah. huge. I, it could eat Parsifal. It could eat Parsifal and you wouldn't even notice. Like, the only thing Parsifal might have on it is well, height they had the double beds in the crew cabins. Yeah. I mean, that we've never seen that before. And I don't think Aisha's ever seen it before because she made a comment no. about it. Yeah. So, that's very... Yeah, it's very, so, very fun to see. Yeah, I think it'll definitely be interesting. I think definitely just, like, the crew dynamics, like, already the tensions are in- merging in that, like, interior and chef, but I think that's solely on the chef. It's all on, all he, on the chef. All on the chef. And then Jack just seems to be, like, some authority issues, but like, what else is new? Yeah, that's well, par for the course on this franchise. Um, all right. So, yeah, thanks for listening to our little bonus episode on Below Deck Down Under. Yeah, we'll be back with another bonus episode once we watch another couple episodes of Down Under. Um, Catch us at our regular Tuesday morning, regular Below Deck Sailing Yacht episodes every week. Check out our Instagram, Anchor Watch Podcast. Um, We're going to be posting a lot more and kind of have like a picture for each episode so this way you guys can join the conversation. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. If you have questions you want us to answer or topics you want us to discuss, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next Tuesday. Sounds good.